Hi, everybody. I am Peter Travers, and welcome to this special Oscar edition of Popcorn. The Oscar show does have to go on, and it will go on on ABC this Sunday, right here at home. So you've got to watch it. So how are the Oscars going to be different this year with everybody basically seeing movies at home? They're going to be really different because most of the big budget blockbusters ran scared into the next year, hoping that everything will be better next year. So that gave smaller movies, the ones we streamed or purchased on demand, the chance to grab our attention. And oh boy, the best ones did. Will the winners be harder to predict? You bet, that's why I'm here. I'm here for you now. So before you place your own bets, here are my predictions about who should win and who will win at this year's Academy Awards. Okay, here we go. Are you ready, people? I'm going to start reading them. Best Actor in a Supporting Role. And the nominees are Sasha Baron Cohen, who played Abby Hoffman in The Trial of the Chicago 7. Daniel Kaluuya, who is the Black Messiah, Fred Hampton, in Judas and the Black Messiah. Leslie Odom Jr., who played soul singer Sam Cooke in One Night in Miami. Paul Racy, who was an educator working with the deaf in Sound of Meadow, and Lakeith Stanfield, who is the Judas, the FBI traitor to poor Fred Hampton in Judas and the Black Messiah. So who should win this? I think there's no question in my mind. Who should win is Daniel Kaluuya in Judas and the Black Messiah. You know, he was nominated before for Get Out, a movie all of us saw, and here, playing uh, Fred Hampton. He gets these big, wonderful Oscar speeches where he says, I am a revolutionary. It's a terrific performance. He should really win this. So who will win it? I'm saying Daniel Kaluuya. I started with the easy one. If you're placing your bets there, I think you can almost bet the farm that this is a winner of Best Supporting Actor. All right, now we go on to tougher things. Best Actress in a Supporting Role, and the nominees are Maria Bakalova, who is Borat's daughter in Borat's subsequent movie film, Glenn Close, who is the granny who tells everybody off in Hillbilly Elegy, Olivia Coleman, who is the long-suffering daughter of a demented Anthony Hopkins in The Father, and Amanda Seyfried, who plays the 1920s and 30s star Marion Davies so brilliantly in Mank. And then Yu Yun Yun in Minari as the grandmother in this movie. She's hilarious. She's foul mouthed and she is spectacular. So who are we going to pick? Look, I start this way, always saying Glenn Close, how this is her eighth Oscar nomination and no win. You know, are those people that are voting saying, you know, it's time. We just cheated her the last time when she should have won for the wife, but she didn't. But I don't think it's going to happen because about three people in the whole world actually liked Hillbilly Elegy. So even though they like Glenn Close, they have real problems with this movie. I'm going to say who should win. And to me, that's Amanda Seyfried in Mank. Here's an actress we knew from things like Mamma Mia, and we're not expecting her to be as dramatic as she is in this. And she pulls off every minute of this performance. But I think the Academy is gonna make her wait longer. She's young, she's beautiful, she's talented. They think she can be around forever. So who are they gonna pick? And I say this again in great spirits because this is Yu Young Yun and she in Minari is hilarious. They like that too. 
very moving as well, but also very funny. And she will be in this almost a hundred year history of the Academy, only the second Asian woman to actually win an Oscar. And it couldn't happen to a better person or somebody who really gave her heart and soul. So how can she lose? Come on, it has to happen. All right, best actor in a leading role. The nominees are Riz Ahmed in Sound of Metal, where he is the rock drummer who loses his hearing and doesn't know what to make of his life. The late Chadwick Boseman in Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. We've all known and felt his loss last year. He was too young, too talented, and too spirited a person. And this is the last time that we will get to see him on screen. Then there's Anthony Hopkins in The Father, Coping with Dementia. Gary Oldman playing a screenwriter who's an alcoholic and fighting all the hypocrisy of Hollywood, which is, well, there's a ton of it in Mank. And then Stephen Yun in Minari, who plays the father, who has brought his family to Arkansas from Korea to make a new life and is having a really difficult time. So who should win this award? You know, if this were a different year and Chadwick Boseman wasn't among the nominees, I would really love to see Riz Ahmed, one of the most talented actors we have around these days to do it. And there's no denying Anthony Hopkins, who hasn't won an Oscar since Silence of the Lambs, is giving his late career performance. He's just terrific in The Father. But who will win? That will be Chadwick Boseman. It's just sad that he's in here to appreciate it. I'm sure there are some voters out there who are saying, is it wrong to give an Oscar to somebody who's not alive to feel it? Um, no, it's not wrong, people. It's a way for us to say that we appreciated everything Chadwick Boseman did for us. You know, whether he was playing James Brown in Get On Up, whether he was doing Black Panther, he was terrific in. And it's time to say and put it on the record that he's one of the best actors we've ever seen on a screen. So. I'm gonna be mad if he loses this. I think this is, it's not one of those performances where you say we're making up for what we didn't do before. No, he is at his very best in Ma Rainey. And come on people, you're feeling the same thing I am. We love him in that. So now best actress in a leading role, Viola Davis playing Ma Rainey herself in Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Andra Day in the United States versus Billie Holiday. She's Billie Holiday. And she just exploded on the scene in this. She's that good. And Vanessa Kirby, who in Pieces of a Woman, who's playing a woman facing a loss of a child in childbirth. And that scene is so wrenching that opens the movie. Frances McDormand, the star of Nomadland, who has two Oscars already as <laughs> Best Actress. And then Carrie Mulligan on only her second nomination in Promising Young Woman, a movie that is about a young woman whose best friend in the world has been sexually harassed and become suicidal over it. And she's deciding she has to do something about it to her own detriment. It's a great, great performance. Who should win? It's, I think it should be Carrie Mulligan. I think what she does in that movie, she plays this part with humor, with heart, and then with a kind of devastating tragedy. She's just terrific in it. But who will win? I'm gonna go with Viola Davis in this one. Some people say it's not gonna happen because as Ma Rainey, she didn't do her own singing. I don't really think that matters. 
I think what mattered in this movie that she got into the mind and heart of this jazz singer of the 1920s who was being exploited by the white record producers who profited from her work. And she had to dig in her heels and do it herself. There's something in this world right now where that performance really resonates. So I'm going with Viola. All right, we're coming near to the end. Best director. Now, this is a huge category because now we have not just one woman nominated, which is a miracle anyway, if that ever happens. In 93 years, only one woman has ever won an Oscar for directing, and that's Catherine Bigelow for The Hurt Locker. Um, this time they nominated two women directors. And to me, they could have nominated three if they threw in Regina King for One Night in Miami. They didn't, but we can't expect miracles overnight with these people who are, have their heels dug in so much to the way it should be. But the nominees are Thomas Vinterberg for Another Round. What he does in this movie is bring his own life into it and you can feel it in every frame. There's the great David Fincher in Mank, Mank being the movie that has 10 nominations with the most of anything this year. And Fincher from Social Network on has just proved himself all the time, has yet to win an Oscar for directing. Lee Isaac Chung for Minari. This is a South Korean director who is basically writing his own story and directing it. That is great. Then we have Emerald Fennell for Promising Young Woman who wrote this story herself and who made a debut that got everybody talking. And then Chloe Zhao for Nomadland. Chloe Zhao, who also wrote and produced and edited her movie Nomadland, and is just such a remarkable talent that everybody that sees the movie and doesn't know anything about her says, who is this person? She's so good. If you want to bet something and you're at an Oscar party, you say Chloe Zhao. She's won every lead-up award for directing that there is and deserved it. So who will win? Chloe Zhao, come on. <laughs> Somebody comes along with that kind of talent, discipline, style, you just say, come up and get your Oscar, it's yours. All right, here we come to the big category, best picture. There are eight nominations in this category. The Father, which we've spoken about with Anthony Hopkins as a man who's basically losing his sanity and to hold on to who he is. Judas and the Black Messiah, again, Daniel Kaluuya in his Oscar favorited performance as Chairman Fred Hampton. Mank, a story about old Hollywood shot in black and white, beautiful in every technical category. Gary Oldman being terrific in the movie. Then we have Minari, the story again of a South Korean family coming to America and living in Arkansas. Nomad Land, Koei Zhao's movie. She's making a movie about America that she wrote, even though she is born in China. And yet she looks at America in such a way that makes us look at our own place and say, we never saw it quite that way before. Promising Young Woman, which we've mentioned, with Emerald Fennell doing this, Sound of Metal, Riz Ahmed, playing the deaf drummer, and The Trial of the Chicago Seven, which is Aaron Sorkin's look at the 1968 riots that happened with these protesters and put on trial basically for being accused of inciting a riot and insurrection set in 1968-69, but so much about right now. So who should win? 
I, I have to just get get a few complaints in here because I, I want to say what what happened to the five bloods? What happened to Marini's Black Bottom? What happened to One Night in Miami? This was a year where the black themed film was hugely successful. And out of the eight nominations, the Academy managed to find one, Judas and the Black Messiah to nominate. Uh, you've made some strides to this year, Academy, but you really haven't made that many. And you really should look at yourselves and say, how could we ignore these films, which have been tremendously well-reviewed, but you did. So I'm, I'm just gonna get a little angry with you about that. But we'll win. The winner of this to me will be Nomadland. Nomadland, again, a movie about people getting in their vans, getting in their cars, mostly because they live out west in an America where they have lost their jobs. They don't know what they're doing, but they want a new frontier. They want to travel. They want to get somewhere. And that kind of genuine urge to roam is so much a part of the American character. So I'm betting on that one. I don't know what you're going to do. If you want to change your mind and say, you know, maybe he's making a point here or maybe he's not, you can contact me about it. There are a couple of things that I want to mention besides those snubs that I did. There are great movies that came out uh, in this long year because the Academy extended everything from last year into April of this year to, because we knew we just didn't have that many movies out there. But there are some movies that I love that are going to win in some category. And number one in that to me is Borat, which I think is going to win Best Adapted Screenplay. It wasn't just Sasha Baron Cohen that wrote it. He had 11 people to help him. But this was a, a comedy, a satire about the Trump era that worked in every way. It deserves that award. Promising Young Woman, too, is going to get, I think, best original screenplay. This will, of course, hurt Aaron Sorkin, who is basically expecting that for trial of the Chicago 7 and deserves it if he wins. But the fact is, Emerald Fennell is the new kid in town, and I think they're going to remember her for that. For best animated feature, I'm so rooting for Soul, because to me, what Pixar did in Soul was to get to the heart of what jazz is, and get to the heart of what soul is. It was just terrific from beginning to end. And the best foreign film, we used to call it that, but now it's called Best International Film. Denmark gave us the Thomas Vinterberg film, Another Round, about a group of teachers who decided if they drank just a little, they might be better at teaching and better as men. Of course, that's screwed up, but what a movie. I recommend it if you haven't seen it. And for best sound, I'm going with Sound of Metal because Sound of Metal made us all experience through the technique of what Hollywood can do, what it is to lose the sense of hearing, what it is to have that slowly fade away. It's just beautifully shot. And the whole movie is beautifully shot and edited. So I'm all for that. And the last one I'm gonna mention is a guy named Joshua James Richards who did the cinematography for Nomadland. Joshua and Chloe Zhao are partners in life and partners in art. And a win for them both would close out this Oscar year with a kind of sweet, happy ending. I don't know how you feel about that, but that would make me feel really good about it because both are so supremely talented about it. So, What's gonna happen next year at the Oscars? We spent this one on the thing. We're all hoping 
We're all hoping that this pandemic is gone, that everybody will get vaccinated and we can meet up at the multiplex again with our own bucket of popcorn that we can actually share. I'm rooting for that. And I know you are too. Meanwhile, I'm gonna leave you with my favorite line from Nomadland. And I hope this will apply this line to us in the coming months and even if it takes another year. I want to look at you, hope that we'll be at the movies and say, I'll see you down the road. Take care.